you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 323. The Nerdist TV show is back in production. We've shot two episodes. They were friggin' a blast. Uh, one episode had uh, we did a tribute to zombies, and so we had Robert Kirkman and Michael Rooker on, and we, we've got stand-up on the show now, so Kyle Kinane did a set, and it fucking works so well, because we're in kind of a tight space, so the crowd is like right up on the comic, which is good for stand-up. The, uh, the other show we did was uh, Buzz Aldrin was on, and Bobak Ferdosi, and our friend Matt Kirshen, and, and so uh, Karen Gillan did some stuff too. So super fun shows coming up March 30th. Uh, we'll premiere the same night as Doctor Who on BBC America. We sort of round out the night. So premiere Doctor Who, then um, uh, then Orphan Black, which is a new show from BBC America, and then the Nerdist TV show, Matt and Jonah and me, and and uh, and so I, and Mike Furman, of course. So there you go. Uh, follow us. Uh, watch the show March 30th. We have some insane guests coming up. I don't mean like literally clinically insane guests. I mean they might be performers. You know, it's possible, but. They're fucking guests that are relevant to your interests that I'm super excited that we were able to get. So that's uh, March 30th, BBC America. All right. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by LegalZoom. February, it turns out, is National Start Your Business Month. So start your business. The month of February. If you've been putting it off, maybe expenses are tight or whatever, now LegalZoom can help you. LegalZoom.com if you want to set up an LLC, an S-Corp, a sole proprietorship, a nonprofit. They'll take care of you from start to finish. They have incredible customer service. They will, they will guide you through the process if you need to. LegalZoom is not a law firm. They do provide self-help services uh, in your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now every LLC and a corporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software. That is a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter Nerdist in the referral box at checkout. Start your business today, protect your family, and safeguard your assets at LegalZoom.com. Thanks for sponsoring this episode of Nerdist Podcast, which... It's getting a little sportsy. We're widening the net a bit. We've had some wrestlers on who were great. And this episode, I mean, it's, the net's not widened too much. It's Chris Cluey. And just to let you know what a nice guy he is, I called him Chris Clue throughout the entire podcast, and he didn't correct me. I'm a dick. We were sort of set up on a, on a, like a nerd date on Twitter where people are like, you guys should know each other. And it worked out. So, uh, uh, Chris is the kicker for the Minnesota Vikings, a popular footballing team. Chris is also, which is really just a hobby of his, because he's one of the most intense gamers I've ever talked to in my life. His heart is in gaming. Uh, he must have collected his heart as part of some quest and then jammed it in his own chest. So he, uh, we barely really, we would sort of talked about football a little bit uh, in as much as we can, and 
the rest of it was gaming, but such a fucking smart guy, and so great, and so really, really fun podcast, and uh, I don't know, it's possible, I, am not, I don't know if I have a way into sports yet, but if I were to have one into football, it might be Chris Clue, I, I would actually watch just because he's so fucking cool, so here we go, uh, oh, by the way, he is at Chris Warcraft on Twitter. So you should follow his tweets, whether or not you're a sports fan, because he makes sports accessible to our kind. And I know a lot of our kind watches sports, but uh, but if you don't, then he might be your guy. There's podcast number 323 with Chris Cluey or Chris Warcraft. Kicker for the Vikings. Just like real Vikings had a kicker. They kicked swords into villages. To pillage them. Why are you rubbing your face? I don't even know where you're going with that. What? Well, I wasn't going anywhere with it. That's why I trailed off. <laughs> I slowly had to make the Vikings real Vikings for your brain to comprehend it. <laughs> I did. I really totally did. <laughs> I want to trail off. <laughs> Wait, who are you? What? Now entering Nerdist.com. Like a football, he gets it. Shit. No, that's not good. Not quite. Um, <laughs> one, two. Chris! It's so good to see you. We started chatting online. Chris uh, is talking to himself right oh, now. That's gross. Yes. <laughs> I sure love the way I play football. Listen, you guys met at Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting nothing on J date, so sure. I just uh, yeah, yeah, switched yeah, yeah. over. Well, it's only know. for Jay Leno and Jay Barcel. <laughs> yeah, there's no Jays in Chris at all. <laughs> J Lo. Uh, so, what do you want to do? You want to go out tonight, or you want to you can keep speaking Spanish? <laughs> but uh, Chris. Uh, or AKA Chris Warcraft mm-hmm. on Twitter. I, I, I know you for your nerd pursuits, but other people know you as uh, playing football. Yeah, occasionally punting for the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it, it pays the bills and allows me to engage in a wide variety of nerdy pursuits. So it's a pretty awesome job. But um, you are, I, I, I shot a pilot for Comedy Central, and in the pilot for Comedy Central, we did a bit about you where I essentially referred to you as, like, the blade. Where it's like, <laughs> all of our strengths, none of our weaknesses. <laughs> the the, the daywalker. The Quisette Satirac. Yeah. <laughs> we, what, so, before, okay, we're going to get into this whole history of, of how this all happened uh, with you. I don't know if there was a weird chemical spill near your birth, and so you got these looks and sporting abilities and then this brain to... Uh, Ra- radioactive bookworm. It is radioactive bookworm <laughs> gut. But uh, first of all, I fucking love Minneapolis. Okay. It is a wonderful town. Yeah, it's, it's actually, it's, it's really nice. I was, um, I was surprised when I first got there because, you know, I grew up in Southern California. I was born and raised in, or born in Philadelphia, but my parents moved to Seal Beach when I was one. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I'm for all intents and purposes, from Southern California. The orange curtain you're behind. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so when I got to the Midwest, you know, I, I, was, I was like, okay, what's it going to be like? You know, is it just going to be Little House on the Prairie? Are we going to take wagon trains to work? Like, what, what's the deal here? <laughs> That's what but, happens. But, uh, no, Minneapolis is great. It's a great city. You know, very very liberal, actually, and a lot of a lot of great things to do, and I was pleasantly surprised. Just, Been yeah. A lot of Target there. Yes, a lot of Target lot there, of target. and um, the only downside is the weather really, really sucks during the winter. It really is. It's I don't cold. know. It's so funny when you, and I've said this a million times, but when you 
you go to when you go to Minneapolis and it's like summer or fall, you're like, this is a Great city. Everyone. There's an art community. There's a music community. People. There's a lot of theater. People go watch comedy. Acme Comedy Club is there. It's great. My uh, my wife actually she was out with me during the um, uh, OTAs off season training activities and which are in like spring and summer. And she's like, you know, if the weather was like this all the time, I'd I'd love to live here. I'm like, that's why we live in Southern California. (laughs) I know. And then for like eight months out of the year, if you're not from there, you must be going. How do people do this? Yeah, <laughs> it's so cold. But it quit, makes you appreciate acting like you don't play in a dome. Come on, <laughs> uh, we we got to play at Chicago and Green Bay. Those are kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. But it's also habitrail culture. Like they build yep. they build the right. habitrail culture yep. down downtown. Hamster tubes. Yeah, there. This yeah. total hamster tubes. It, yeah, it's, it's it's actually, it was interesting when I was uh, when I was walking through them. Um, I noticed that if you couldn't see the streets below, like it would be a very apt representation of Coruscant. Because it's just this entirely <laughs> contained you ecosystem. You nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you can, you, you're basically living in a crazy little... Right. Uh, just a giant city that's all which indoors. Which Coruscant? Like the Return of the Jedi Special Edition Coruscant? <laughs> or <laughs> the New Hope Coruscant? I, I was thinking more the Extended Universe yeah, uh, sure. novel Coruscant. <laughs> oh, the Extended Universe. I just, I, just wrote, I just wrote an article for Wired about the Extended Universe. Mm. And just about how... That it, it was really a great example of consumerism driving art, mm-hmm. where it's like you know you the fact that you know what Walrus Man was in was in the yeah. movie for like a half <laughs> yeah, a second, exactly. but you could still get the Walrus Man right. action figure, yeah. and then you then by by virtue of that yeah. you wanted to know more about Walrus right. Man. What's so his you, story? So you had to fucking write it. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted exactly, more about yeah. Walrus Man, you had to fucking write and, it. And let me just say, I would kill for a Grand Admiral Thrawn movie. <laughs> just, I would, now it could happen. I, I would murder someone for that. The, you know, the <laughs> industry's going to be lousy with Star just Wars movies. There's yeah. going to be tons of Star Wars movies. There's yeah. going to be the the Seven Samurai Star Wars movie. Oh, There's going to be the the trilogy, the new trilogy. <laughs> There's going to be. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, we yeah, hope. That's a word. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Well, I look forward to seeing it. I hope that it's. I hope it's good. I well, hope it's good. Uh, no one hopes it's bad. Everyone hopes it's yeah. good. Uh, probably some. I bet Lucas mis- is like, ah, yeah, I've got somewhere. my money. I hope it's terrible. <laughs> I have another wing on my money fort. I'm okay. <laughs> money fort. <laughs> Made out of money. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Money fort. And there are money servants. It doesn't protect yes. against money. It's no. made of money. Money, yeah. That's the money, money fort. fort. Well, there are money turrets, probably, <laughs> with people shoot shooting money? money arrows. Yeah. I love it. Do you think That's he's it. just saving up to actually just build a Death Star one day? I don't know what he's doing. He gives a shit ton of money away. He's a really, like, Philanthropic gentleman, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A, lot, a lot of these guys, they just at a certain point, they probably there must. Be, I know this sounds really crazy. There must be a weird amount of guilt with acquiring that much wealth. Where, where, because mm-hmm. I just feel like by nature you would feel like I don't really feel like anyone should have this much right. money. Yeah. Well, it's like once you get past you know a couple million, what what are you going to do with yeah. the rest of it? Like, yeah, <laughs> you so have given it away. You need. When I was uh, I. Uh, uh, several years ago, I was at the punchline, and I I saw um, I saw Dave Chappelle. It was kind of it was after he came back after kind of mm-hmm. you know Going crazy. Uh, well, that's spirit a, journey, finding himself in Africa, he's smoking a lot of weed. And he yeah, said, yeah, yeah. He well, said, that was always the case." He, said, he told this. He told this story. He was like, "A lot of people say, how could you turn down fifty million dollars?" That's because I got ten million in the bank. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. the difference between me and someone with fifty million dollars? <laughs> Nothing. We eat at the same restaurants. We even fuck the same girls. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Really, really. Once you get past a certain amount, it's, what do you need it for? Yeah. Nothing. I guess. It, I guess it really. Well, like for instance, you know, in um, in Skyrim, I just keep amassing right. 
you're you're never gonna spend it. <laughs> I have I have all these different I have all these different houses all over yeah. all over Skyrim all over uh, Skyrim and Solstheim now where I'm just putting. I'm just collecting like cool armor and like I just need it, you know. I have all this gold and nothing to do with so, it. So, do you think if we introduced all the billionaires to achievement points, they yes. sort of latch onto that instead? Yes, I, I think that would be an excellent way to well, and maybe sort of uh, redistribute some of the uh, right. What if we, we introduced them to Warcraft and they just buy gold with their money? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> now Warcraft, Warcraft is one of those games. I you know, I've I've been playing video games since there were video games mm. and. In 2003, I basically I quit everything that I was addicted to at the time. I quit drinking. I quit smoking. I quit video game. I fucking sold all my video game stuff, wow. and and I was off for a few years. I know my personality, and I would I should never play WoW no. ever. <laughs> yeah. If you have any sort of addictive personality, WoW is not a good idea. I know it's going to. Be, it's hard enough because Chloe, my girlfriend's been playing Minecraft okay. lately, and so we've been watching Minecraft videos and watching these <laughs> yeah. superstructures that people build. That did you see? Someone recreated uh, all of Westeros. Oh, they it, yes, it, yeah, I did King's see that. Landing. Yeah, they yes. created King's Landing. This is like unbelievable. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, because it, it's really fucking hard to even yeah. just build a simple structure, right. much less anything with that yeah, much detail. Yeah, I think it was like I was reading on it, it was like like a hundred people, and it took them almost four months or five months to create the entirety of King's Landing. <laughs> oh god, time well spent. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> you missed the comma. It's time yeah. well spent. Are people, yeah, yeah, yeah. are people still on Second Life, or is that did that? Uh, Drew Carey is. I think it's Drew, still a Drew thing. was. Yeah. Drew Carey's still way into it. Furries, maybe. Furries. No. <laughs> <Into a shirt. laughs> what uh, What are you playing right now on on WoW? What's uh, your... uh, actually, I haven't played WoW in about two years. Um, well, let's I... change up your Twitter name. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of it's my roots. You know, <laughs> actually, my roots are Nintendo. You know, Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers. Duck right Hunt. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I stopped playing WoW around uh, Cataclysm because um, I just got bored with raiding. It was basically don't stand in fire and you get loot. Right. And I learned how to do that during Burning Crusades. <laughs> I was kind of like, why am I still playing the game? I know how to not stand in fire. <laughs> how much free time do you have during the year? Like, what, is, what, is your, what does your season look like? Uh, Season-wise, so I show up at the facility around 7.20 or so, eat breakfast, then we have meetings, Um, get home around like 4, because we have practice meetings all day. I actually do maybe 40 minutes worth of actual work mm -hmm. during that time, so a lot like everyone else with a 9-to-5 job. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, and then, uh, yeah, so then when I get at home after four, you know, it's, it's pretty much free time. Um, with kids now, that's gone down a lot. Sure. But when it was just me and my wife, you know, that's that's four. Till, kids are your new know, Warcraft. Yeah, kids are the new don't Warcraft. stand in the fire. Yeah. You got you got to level them up. It's <laughs> <laughs> possible. Are you ever just standing there playing a mobile game, and then it's like, oh, I gotta go kick this ball now, and then you just yeah. run and kick <laughs> the ball, and then if, go back to your. If, if they would let me have a DS on the sideline, I would probably <laughs> play a DS. To, uh, Why don't they? Games. <laughs> fucking, you know, uh, you know how many Nintendo ad dollars that right. they're wasting? It'd be huge. But just, but just letting you have a DS right. on the sidelines. Yeah, it's uh, well, and they ban Twitter. Also, you can't tweet during games. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, well, apparently uh, Ocho Cinco, Chad Ocho Cinco. Sure. Me, Chad Johnson, was the uh, the one who started that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they, they find him big time for that. I don't know why. I think it's because the networks want to have that time exclusively for them. And oh, when they okay. started yeah. tweeting, it'd be like, well, you're giving people content we can't charge them for. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. <laughs> They're going to look at another screen. Yeah. I thought I thought it was, <laughs> and here I am thinking it was more about the fans going, hey, he's not paying attention <laughs> to the game. No, no, no. It's because <laughs> no, they can't monetize yeah, the yeah, tweets. They can't make money off it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, why, do, why doesn't the NFL just create its own mini social network that all the players can, you know, like, 
that that mm. pu- that basically like uh, pushes tweets through to this like social network. Yeah. Well, they started they did that during the uh, Pro Bowl this year, where they allowed players to tweet during halftime, and then um, I think they let a couple guys like they had registered phones on the field where guys could could tweet from it. But you know, the- <laughs> we're so fucking addicted. Yeah. Yeah. With, there are tweet centers on the sidelines yeah, exactly. because you cannot go four hours <laughs> yeah. without being connected. Yeah. So it, no, it, it's really the NFL is always looking to expand its you know market share. And, sure. And you know, social media is is now a huge thing. So they're like. Like, okay, how can we get with the program? Yeah, soon it's gonna like it's like winning a game will be like the amount of points you have and the amount of retweets and faves you have. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. gonna be a, it's gonna be an algorithm of those two things. Well, they're gonna have to come up with some sort of a weird cross-platform, three-dimensional uh, rating penetration, for lack of a better word. Yeah, yeah, uh, penetrating. I mean, like you know, because you know, you know, basically the television rating is mm. one piece of the puzzle. Mm. And if, if if rating is really a, I guess pie is better. Yeah. Um. And if, and if it's if if the whole idea is to rate, you know, what cultural effect does this thing have? Mm-hmm. Then it's not just watching television anymore because people are on their devices or right. on their computers. Yeah. And, well, it's, it's social media. It's live streaming games. It's commenting sure. on like Reddit, you know, stuff like that. It's there's there's you know huge game threads on Reddit that get ten, twelve thousand comments from people. Absolutely. And that, that's for each game. I so, think Bill Gates <laughs> yeah. is doing an AMA right now. Is he? Can you feel it? <laughs> Guys, you can hear it. Yeah. It's like the song of the Ood. Did you just feel a twinge in your subreddit? Yeah. I, did. Ah, I did love it. Nice. Well done. Um, <laughs> you looked well bummed played, out after you said it. I felt <laughs> dirty about it. Yeah. I will uh, take my zero carbon rockstar and move on. That's uh, some good chemical water. <laughs> are there other other others in the NFL like you? Uh, not that I've met. <laughs> I know there, there's guys that are active. Um, actually, the punter for the Bears, Adam Podlesh, he's he's big into WoW. There's lots of guys that are actually big into video games, but none, I don't think, quite so much as I am. In addition to the social media presence, sure. I guess you would say. So I've I've always been just kind of do my own thing, and yeah. you know what, fuck them if they can't take a joke. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I, you know, because this this whole idea of I, I think I think some uh, mainstream obviously I think looks at the the concept of nerd mm-hmm. as what the idea in the 80s of that was. Right. And, and there's a whole generation of people that grew up with technology mm-hmm. woven into their lives. And so it's just, you know, to hear, oh, yeah, that jock plays video games or he's on. Tw-. It's like, yeah, well, everyone does. Like right. That's just the mm-hmm. war culture now. Yeah, exactly. It's like these are these. I mean, if you look at it. These are kids who grew up playing video games. They're now 21, 22. They have a ton of disposable income, and they have a lot of free time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so like, why would they not play more video games? Why would they not play more yeah. video games? I mean, it's no different than, you know, people getting... It's 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 just the kind of... Uh, it's an immersive form of media, much mm. the same that when movies exploded, right. you know, in the, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, it, it's, you know, now the same people that got sucked in with that are, you know, you spend 40 hours with a video game, it's... Yes. You've bought into it. Yes, like you're, you're invested. Yeah. You're in it. It is your personality. Yeah. You have melded your personality. Too. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and then especially you know with the internet and everything, and and just the ubiquitousness of iDevices. Um, my my two year old knows how to unlock our iPhone and go to the app she wants to use. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's like, and these that that's how that's how kids are growing up these days. Like they, it's just part of their life. So you know, as that generation grows up, you know, it's more and more technology is just part of what you do. Yeah, there was a there was a video online of like a like a toddler, like a two year old, some of that. But like they uh, parents have a magazine in front of it, and the kid starts trying to right, yeah, try. <laughs> trying to like touch the things and like 
not understanding that's like a physical thing. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't open up the pictures that are on the magazine. Yeah, what yeah, exactly. What a dumb fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. She'll be smarter than you in three years. <laughs> three years? I'll give it one. <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, that that's just the way the world's going is that, you know, just more and more technology is, is being integrated into everyone's everyday life. It's no longer your computer is what you have in the basement and you need, you know, arcane rituals to interact with it. It's like, okay, you know, I just I hit whatever app I want and... There it is. Yeah. It almost feels like football is your hobby. Right. It, 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 it kind of is. I mean, <laughs> and, and he doesn't mean that yeah. everyone in Minnesota. No, I mean it. <laughs> no, I do. But, you know, if anywhere in Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is, uh, what, what's the average career span of an NFL player? Um, for a non specialist, so non punter or kicker, usually around three to three and a half years. Wow. For a punter or kicker, it's about nine, nine to 10. We tend to last a little bit longer just because the wear and tear on your body's not so much. Right. But yeah, it's, it's a very short lifespan. I mean, as, as a 31 year old, I'm considered an, an old person in the NFL, Ooh. which is, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. Oh, that <laughs> yeah, is weird. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're getting guys right out of high school right, right, and college. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 21, 22-year-olds, that, that's, that's, you know, there's always new blood coming in. That don't realize that their bodies are writing checks yeah. that cannot be cashed right. later in life. Later, yeah. later on, you're going to pay the bill for those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, if man, you, I'm, you, like, I'm indestructible yeah. forever. If you have money left to pay yeah. them. Right, right. Well, it's just, yeah. it's so crazy when you see those, like, you know, 50-year-old, like, old football mm -hmm. players, and they're just hobbling. Right. They're just, yeah. like, you know, their hips, their knees, everything's yeah. gone. Well, well I mean, we, we're not designed, we're not, we did not evolve to take hits and yeah. trauma. No, we did evolve. Did, but we, we also we, evolved we, to die at 33. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, even even as a punter, I've had four knee surgeries already, oh, all from football. They've all been football related. So it's like, yeah, it's just you get you get beat up playing the game. I mean, yeah. you're, just, you're running around doing stuff to the utmost ability your body can do it, and sometimes things break. What do you think happens to rugby players? Um, They probably are about the same. They, yeah. <laughs> they, they look like they take a lot of abuse, too, and they don't even get to wear pads. No, they don't. It's <laughs> no. just They're just like dudes yeah. who are running <laughs> just around some, just right. hitting each yeah, other. Yeah, it's always hard to tell if it's a rugby game or a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's and usually the one and the same. <laughs> although the, the, the thing with rugby that makes it slightly less impactful is that usually they're all moving the same direction you know when guys are, are tackled they're wrapped up because they're moving kind of both to the side or, or both running forward in football it's a lot more head-to-head -head guys running into each other sure so you know the forces involved is it's very abrupt stopping as opposed to you know kind of more gradual takedown that's why my dad had to stop playing football is because like just like the head-on mm -hmm. you know being in defense like just like it crushed his neck yeah, yeah of so course. Yeah, just yeah. the constant yeah, smashing into each other. And now today, like it's like up, you know, he's like in his sixties now, but he has to do these like exercises to just build up the muscles around his neck and shoulders so his neck just doesn't snap. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's crazy. But but a guy like you has, I mean, I'm sure a lot of guys finish foot football and like let's say that you know at thirty. Mm -hmm. Which is actually, even though, even though it may be old in the NFL, it's shockingly young now. Right. And then they, you know, they have 50 more years mm -hmm. to figure out. Well, now, now yeah, what, what do I do? do? Car dealership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, car dealerships. Yeah. yeah but but what what do a lot of the NFL guys um, do? It's unfortunate, but a lot of them go broke because they don't know what to do. I mean, there, there's a stat. I think it's like. 50 or 60% of NFL players will be broke within four years of being out of the league. Well, it's got to be hard to go from no money to right. several million dollars. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you do? No mm -hmm. one teaches. Mm -hmm. it, it, like, what, there's one failing of the educational system is yeah. to not teach kids right. how to handle money. Right, how to budget, how, right. to, yeah. how to take care of yourself <clears throat> with your money. Because the other thing is, is that these guys get used to having paychecks coming in. You know, you're making a million, a million, five, two million dollars a year. And that money has to last you the rest of your life. Only they're spending it as if they're going to keep making, you know, one yeah. and a half, two million dollars a year every year for the rest of their life. And you, right. just, you can't do that. I mean, that's 
that's math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's math. I feel like we should do the. You know, like they do those feed the children ads. Right. Yeah. We should do. Oh my god, yeah. we should totally make a video Football of like players. like ex NFL players. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is so and so who mm. played for the. Cl I don't even can't even think of a name. You almost like Clippers. Though. No, I was gonna say Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay, good. I'm with um, you. You know, you know, he played for blah 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 blah. Now he eats out of a trash can. Yeah, Please yeah. help him. Yeah. It's really, it would get well, real sad. It would like comedy. there's a great documentary on the Thirty for Thirty series on ESPN, broke. It's, which is amazing, and they, it's about just this thing. They, they handed us out a copy, like they put it in everyone's locker and said, you know, you need to watch it. As they no should have, because yeah, it, it terrified me. Right. And I'm not playing football. Yeah. My wife was like, she watched it, and then she said, I, I had to go check our finances immediately just to make sure. Yeah, just yeah. To be, like, <laughs> like, stuff was there. Oh, it's insane. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, not all of them are going to become, like, commentators. Not all mm -hmm. of them are going to become, like, you know, writers. Yeah, for, not all like, of them are know, that yeah. uh, talented, we'll say, at yeah. commentating. Chris, did you spend $100,000 <laughs> on Magic the Gathering <laughs> cards? Yeah. Maybe. It'll work out, baby. It'll work out. It's an investment. <laughs> it's an investment in magic. Magic. It's a, there's a black lotus in there somewhere. In my future. Our future. Yeah, our, our future. future. Our future. <laughs> but, uh, no, actually, well, I mean, the NFL does do a good job of, of making guys aware that, you know, hey, you do need to take care of your finances. You do need to pay attention to this stuff. But unfortunately, a lot of guys, you know, they just either don't listen or don't understand why it's important until it's too late. And right. And it's like, wow, I really wish I would have listened Well, to it's that. not their fault. I mean, like, yeah. they have not been, they've, no one's taught a lot of these guys mm -hmm. that. I mean, like, they've, they've probably just, you know, their whole life is sports, 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 mm -hmm. sports. They excel. That's the thing they're focusing right. on. And all of a sudden, they're just, they're out of the sheltered environment mm -hmm. of, of, of an educational mm -hmm. institution. And they're just adults with yep. fucking, yeah. uh, with an endless, seemingly endless supply of right. money. Why would they have been conditioned to think that that would ever stop? Yeah, th right, exactly. Like, and, and let's think about it. If you're a 21-year-old and you have a shit ton of money, yeah, you're going to go crazy. <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah, like yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not exactly the most mature time of your life. Oh, my God. I was in a, I was in a car accident when I was 17 <laughs> and got a settlement of basically what ended up being like $27,000. Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm rich. I'm, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. me, I, it was like I was like Hearst, yeah. you know, like I, it was like we were just going these weird shopping sprees. Yeah. And within six months, it was gone. And I was devastated and I couldn't figure out like where did I had yeah, nothing to show go? for it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, no, that that happens a lot. But, you know, hopefully more guys will learn each year and and hopefully it won't be a problem. But I'm not holding my breath. When did you when did you sort of discover the two uh, the two sides of your personality it was like oh you know you or, or do you do you see them as different sides or um not really i view it kind of more as the the whole of who i am that whenever i try to do something i want to do it to the best of my ability and so whether that's reading books playing video games playing football raising family whatever you know it's it, i'm very focused in on whatever it is that i'm doing yeah and so i've been you know i've i've I tell people I've always been a nerd at heart, and it was more my parents had me do athletics, and I turned out to be good at them. <laughs> yeah. When I was growing up, I'd much rather sit inside and read or, you know, play Nintendo or Super Nintendo or whatever. But sure. my parents were like, you know, no, you need to go outside and play also because that's, you know, you need to you need to be getting outside to get some yeah, exercise. Right. But growing up in Seal Beach, did you also surf or uh, any of that stuff? No, I, I body surfed. Mainly it was uh, soccer and baseball. Yeah. Actually, I didn't play football until I got into high school because I needed a fall sport. And I, I was like, well, I can kick a soccer ball pretty far. I might as well see if I can kick a football. <laughs> that worked out pretty well. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was okay. It'd be funny if they if they took you out the antenna. They're like, stop playing battle toads, and then you go out into the world and just start fighting toads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trying to pass that stupid speeder bike level that's impossible. <laughs> oh, a, ba a battle toad? Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. We played. Uh, I just played battle toads a, like a like a month and a half ago, and um, 
It's fucking infuriating. Yeah. Oh, it's, Why are you not? What is like? You're just doing that. Where is he? <laughs> no. Why did you shoot? What did you do? Kick him. It's not a good game. Yeah. No. Not not designed well. That was the old design yeah. philosophy. Let's just make it react faster than you can. We'll yeah. call it harder. <laughs> I didn't mean to do. Oh. It was a lot of I didn't mean to. Yeah. yeah. And then and then dead. Yeah. It's. Uh, I I actually recently downloaded a bunch of uh, Super Nintendo games on my laptop so my daughters can can start playing Super. Oh, Nintendo nice. Did games. you get the little uh, USB uh, yeah. controller? Yeah. Adapter? The controller. Yeah. yeah I gotta get that. Yeah. It's it. They can't. They haven't mastered the mouse and keyboard yet, so yeah. <laughs> need Charlie, you've been saying I have to get that for two years. Yeah, I, <laughs> I put things up because I know it's if like I do, twenty bucks. Yeah, I know, but I, I know if I do, it's going to be the end of a, like a lot of fucking time. I just uh, I just hosted the Dice Awards in Vegas, which okay. are the big Andrew Dice yeah. Play Awards. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Well, that, oh. I, I made a joke about that because the set just said Dice on it. It was really flashy. <laughs> and I was like, well, they'll keep the set for Dice's. Uh, and the O oh, goes to <laughs> that's the uh, yeah. Hickory Dickory mm. Dock. This drag. Dragonborn was sucking <laughs> That's from Skyrim. Yes. Yeah, okay, really, I didn't know really you just <laughs> petered out at the end. That's what I like to do. Yeah. 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 My new comedy special is called Petered Out. <laughs> I never finish a bit. Yeah. But I, I sort of I sort of went down this rant because I get so frustrated with it, it's already like old person syndrome where if kids, you know, you look at a game like a Halo 4 or Mass Effect, I mean, like, mm. these are fucking stunning games. Yeah. And then, you know, when you hear people go, oh, the game sucked, you're like, you don't fucking know, man. Our, you know, Atari, like, squares. Right. Yeah. Shooting lines at squares. Like, we're, you know, if you were to do a where are they now for. I blow your mind right now, but those those lines were just a bunch of tiny squares. They were just a bunch of tiny squares. <laughs> but yeah. if you, like, you know, if you were to do a where are they now from, the, like, Atari's adventure. Mm-hmm. Like that protagonist is a period in a fucking sentence because yeah. it was just a it was a square and like your imagination had to build everything else right. around yeah, it. Yeah, you had to create the world around it. Yeah, and what's what's amazing to me is when people rag on like iOS games, you know, you are holding in your hands a personal computer yeah. that yeah. can play <laughs> any of the video games we grew up playing. Not portable. Not just a personal yeah. computer, yeah. a supercomputer. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. you do not even realize what you have. No. It's too much for and when you know N64 came out, I was I was kind of overwhelmed by the uh, um, I liked. I love side scrollers mm-hmm. and like being able to go anywhere. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what to do and where to go. This open world right. thing will never catch on. I hate it. Yeah, I fucking. I didn't play video games for so long because everyone started doing. That. And then I was like, and then every time like uh, like there was like, oh, there's a new side scroller. I go, fucking, I'm getting it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even when they introduced like the mode seven scaling architecture in Super Nintendo. You know, where it's like all of a sudden you, it looks 3D because it's this whole world laid out in front of you. You know, looking back, yeah. it looks terrible now, but Dude. at the time, it's just like, wow, this is amazing. Like I've never my, seen anything. My mind was blown by the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog two when you have to go get the rings when you're mm-hmm. running down the tube. Yeah, I was like this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sonic's got a round head. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. There was a game. Curves. Yeah. <laughs> there was a game that I well I, lo- I always loved the RPG games like uh, mm-hmm. like on PlayStation there was a game called Wild Arms that was sort yes. of like it was yeah. in the Final Fantasy yep. like RPG realm which I I played the shit out of Wild Arms and then there was another one. That was sort of that that 3D set that that forced 3D perspective world, and I can't fucking remember the name of it, but it was you're basically like a like a court jester kind of a character. Okay. Oh, avoid the noid. It was not. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it was the uh, it was the Seven Up guy. Uh, oh, Spot. Yeah. It's not avoid the noid. Sorry, I just you said court jester. I, he wasn't the noid wasn't really a court jester. He was just name a, another court jester of pizza. <laughs> Jonah has a point, Chris. (laughs) There is a place called Buzzy's Pizza Circus in the Midwest. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Sounds so fuck up. you. <laughs> <laughs> Although technically a circus person is not really a court jester. Um, so you what are you on Xbox? You have Xbox PS3 now or Yeah, what, what Xbox it? PS3. We I'm probably going to pick up a uh, a Wii U cuz the last of the Project Rainfall games is coming out. Um, I think it's Xseed is the one. Okay. It, it I, from what I've heard, it's a uh, and what it looks like, it looks like it's not a direct sequel, but in the same universe as Xenogears. Okay. And it the I think they showed a video of it at um, when in, when uh, when Nintendo did their presser. It looks amazing. Like you know you've got these huge monsters, the mechs running around, but it's you know open world RPG, and it's uh, it looks really really cool. Yeah, that's that's way up my alley. Yeah, I wanted them. To, that's the only thing I'd buy a Wii U for. That, yeah. <laughs> that, I wanted that them. Monster I wanted them to like. Anyway, I was just one where they did the Wii U. And I want them to do the the super Wii, so everyone could just say sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> it, it would he's, totally be worth he's it. He's not it, lying either. <laughs> I would love it. What, what are you doing today? I'm gonna play some sweet, sweet. sweet. Oh, you give me sweet, 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 sweet. It would bring joy to everybody. Um, did you play any of the games that were nominated for Game of the Year? Like, did you play XCOM or? Yep, played. Uh, they have a. Um, I'm actually in XCOM now because I. Beat, what? Yeah, as a unlockable character, I beat uh, Garth D'Angelis in a head-to-head multiplayer battle on uh, Game Informer. Yep. Now, is that is that more exciting than like winning a winning a football game? Uh, it kind of was, because <laughs> it was all just him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't have to just... fucking share the glory with the team. Right, yeah, there's no there's no team. It, that was that was all 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 me. Yeah, it's all clear. Yeah. Who gives a shit if I pin him back inside the ten? Right. I just won this video game. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just want to be a video game character. <laughs> XCOM XCOM uh, 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 Journey looked really cool, but I haven't played it yet. I don't, uh, yeah, I haven't. Journey, played Journey won game. Journey right. won like eleven awards. Right, yeah, it, it looked very arty. It's I, super arty, and and I, I heard it's amazing. I just I haven't haven't gotten. You basically the only control yeah. is moving forward, right? And you have like this scarf that flaps. You have you, a right? scarf that grows yeah. as you like as you you know solve things mm-hmm. and and you run into other people who are playing. And there's this sort of weird glyph chat that you like you, you they you speak but in weird glyph. Okay, um, and then that's, that's cool. it. Right. It's fucking the game is gorgeous. Is it a Side scroller? No, no, no. Well, it's like a 3D, like a forward scroller. Yeah, I heard the music's really good in it too. Dude. But I know, I know, clo- I know. Yeah, the music's great. It is. It's a, one of those super, super arty games. Mm-hmm. But I know, you know, um, uh, b- a lot of people love Borderlands Two a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Borderlands Two. <laughs> well, they're, 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 they they named creatures boner farts. Right, boner farts. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, who does not get excited about what is basically Diablo with guns? Yeah. <laughs> How can you not get excited? Oh about my that? god, the original Diablo just <laughs> yeah. uh, Diablo fucking ruined me. I played yeah. that game have, so much. Uh, have you played Path of Exile? I have not. You should play Path of Exile. It's what Diablo Three should have been. Okay. It's really really cool. It's basically it's a you know Diablo type action RPG. Yeah. The leveling system is. Like the uh, sphere grid from Final Fantasy X. Okay. And then your actual skills is like the materia system from Final Fantasy VII. Okay. They're gems you socket into your your armor and weapons, and they level up with you, and you can. That's fucking them. awesome. It's, it's amazing. I love a good gem it, socket. Oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> uh, okay, and that's called and it's Path- free. Uh, Path of Exile, and it's free. It's in open beta right now. Okay. And, and they have uh, basically they have microtransactions that that are all aesthetic stuff, like okay. you know, glowy effects, change, sure. like that. The, the right way to do microtransactions. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got stuck for a full day just playing the original Final Fantasy on my mm, iPhone. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I went through and beat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Once, once my kids learn how to read, they're, uh, they're going to be going through and, and dying to the wizards in the ice cave. <laughs> Is that a, do, you, now do you think that's a good way for... Um, it, it's, almost, it's almost that idea of like, um, uh, you know, ontology re- recapitulates phylogeny, where it's like that idea of 
of recapitulating the evolution of games and the evolution of a, like the way a child's brain forms. Right. Like you're starting them on eight yeah. bit, sixteen bit. Yeah. Make your way up. Well, yeah. Make your way up. Well, the thing is, is that I think it teaches an appreciation for for a lot of the storytelling that was in older games. Because you look at like you know Final Fantasy VI, Final Fantasy IV, Chrono Trigger, stuff like that. A lot of those games had to tell great stories because the graphics couldn't really keep up. With, yeah. You know, with what they were doing, so they they had to make sure you were invested in the game. And, you know, I, I think nowadays it's very easy to have flashy graphics and not much else. Yeah. And, you know, people be like, oh, it's shiny. I'm going to buy it. Right. So, you know, there, there is something to be said for, for having kids appreciate the fact that, you know, here's what came before. Video games can tell a good story. Yeah. So, well, story, it's just in any other, it's the same. It, there's no different than any other medium is that mm. ultimately the story has to be engaging and the characters mm. have to be engaging right. and they have to make sense. Yes. And, and please, if any Japanese RPG developers are listening, stop putting in the annoying sidekicks. <laughs> I beg you, please. Well, there's no. Well, actually, I was gonna say. I was gonna say Skyrim doesn't have any sidekicks. That's not true. You can pick up followers along the way. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm talking more like. Do you ever play a uh, Blue Dragon? No. Oh, it's, it's like good, good combat mechanics, good system. But there was this one uh, sidekick. I, I had to stop playing the game. I just I couldn't deal with the annoying, you know, sidekick factor. I was like, I want to throw my controller through the TV right now. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, it really was. He had the high-pitched voice, and you know, it was the mm. cute little anthropomorphic creature, and it's just like, no, I want to yeah. punch you. In uh, Resident Evil 4, I uh, had to put it on mute every time uh, the you know president's daughter was around. Just like, Leon! <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Shut up! I don't want to save you. Fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have that, like, if you... the. Uh, it, is in Skyrim if you reanimate, like mm. if you create dead thralls, it, uh, depending on whatever kind of character they are, mm. they can get really annoying. <laughs> where it's like, you know, you get these like, like I, I have this one care, I have this one thrall right now who's a, a Reaver Highwayman, mm. and he just sings dumb songs. It's <laughs> like, oh, down the trails, and oh, yeah, yo, kill your wife, they say, and he just like mumbles to himself, like, can't you just be dead? Yeah, can't you just walk and be dead? You have no vocal cords. <laughs> Stop speaking. What is happening? I'm, I'm too magically powerful. Right. <laughs> I've, 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 made you, I've made you annoying. Yeah. Mm. Um. What kind of what type of characters do you like to play in a, like in an RPG? Are you like a you know, are you a brute force, or are you like a magic user? What do you like? Um, usually, I gravitate towards brute force slash ranged. I'm okay. more of a more of a strength ranged type character. Although in WoW, my uh, main character was a rogue, so okay. stealthing. Mm. Although that was primarily because I played on a PvP server, and it was <laughs> uh, if you can stealth, you can get away from people, and you can also gank them. But if you can't stealth, then you're pretty much easy prey for anyone who can. Yeah. So it's mm. uh, but yeah, I, I found my natural play style tends to gravitate more towards just hitting things until they die. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> But range, you need that in your real job. Yeah, exactly. Ah. I need a little bit of precision. It, the circle is complete. <laughs> we, I, I just like no, reading, just reading some. Become the master. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your game day tweets are very funny. Oh, thank you. It was just like uh, I, can't, I can't remember the one that we read on the pilot, but it was something. You know, it was something along the right, lines. Right. Yeah. Of, where, where I make it like a quest. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so funny too, because like half of the people who follow me are just like, "What video game are you talking about?" I'm just like. That, that, I'm talking about the football game. <laughs> well, to most people, it is a video game. Right, exactly. It's Well, it, it's a great fantasy game. You've got all these stats that, you know, you can look at, and they go up as the season progresses. And you but have you have no these, control over right, it. you have no control. It's, it's like the great, you know. It's a sim. Yeah, it's the greatest sim ever. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it drives me crazy, and I think that's one of the reasons why I never grab, you know, my parents are both fanatical about sports. Mm. My mom calls into sports talk radio shows. She <laughs> nice. knows everything about everything, and my dad's the same way. And, um... And for me, I was such a kid who just, 
I, I my emotional way into things was can I do it? Right. And if I can be involved in it, mm. which I assume is a very narcissistic point of view, if I can be involved in it, then it interests me. Mm. So like chess, mm-hmm. bowling, video games, sci-fi, you know, like well, all I think these- if fantasy baseball had been around or fantasy football had been around more prevalently when you were a kid, maybe you would have gotten into it. It's possible, but yeah. I also think that I was so sort of um I was so kind of socially tortured by the people who did those things mm-hmm. that I think I just rejected all of it as a whole as like right. oh that's all yeah. for those dickheads. Guys, those guys are assholes. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to like any I don't want yeah. them to like anything I like and I don't want to like anything they like. Right. You guys don't like you don't you don't like programming computers, you don't yeah. like video games. Yeah. Fuck you. Great. This is my territory. Yeah, exactly. Well, and and I'm actually a, really the same way. I don't generally watch sports. It, my my wife is a, a big f- sports fan. She likes watching football, but like I won't watch a game like I won't seek it out cuz I'd rather be doing something. Sure. I'd rather be, you know, either playing a game or reading a book or, you know, if, if a sports game is on, I'm thinking to myself I could be out playing this. Why yeah. am I watching it? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it is, I guess it's a form of ADD, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, did you ever play any other uh, any other positions in football, or was it? Uh, nope, just just punter and kicker. Um, when I came in, I had a separated growth plate in my right arm from baseball from pitching. Oh wow! So I, yeah, I couldn't do any contact my first year. Then my second year, I tore my ACL in the very first tackling <laughs> drill I got in. Gee. So after that, I took the hint. And I was you like, yeah, were I'm, a bargain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did they? Did you tear the ACL of the knee? that you kick with no it was my plant leg i tore the acl and the knee i kick with i kick with my rookie year in the nfl oh my god and, yeah, and then fun story i got to uh finish out the year kicking on it because the doctors didn't tell me my acl was torn oh. they they told me after the season and then they're like yeah well, you need to get surgery you know we're gonna have it done here i'm like no i don't think we're gonna have it done here yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that voice you just did for your doctor was your doctor styles from teen wolf <laughs> hey man hey. we're gonna have to take care of this shit yes. uh, in, in terms of medical advice kind of mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so when uh, the ACL, which uh, apparently is it's one important. of the most painful yes. types of surgeries um, that you can go through, isn't it's, it? It, it, it? It's a pretty shitty rehab. It's like six, seven months. And then it's not really right underneath you for another like four or five months after that because you just have to get you have to be able to trust your knee again because you haven't been. Well, could I enter, interest you in some deer antler spray? Ooh, That'll make that feel possibly, all better. Yeah. So you basically, <laughs> you basically have to take almost a year of your life off. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's your your knee is stable after six months. Like you can do stuff on it. It's just mentally you have to get used to doing it again. Mm. And and so you know it, it it's it some guys it takes longer, some guys it's shorter. I mean, shoot, you look at Adrian Peterson. You know, he came back in like I think eight months, seven months, eight months. So you know, he he was able to fully trust his knee. Yeah, which is amazing. Do you, do, you, do this? Is there any small party that's like, yes, I get to stay on my back and play video games all day? <laughs> it, it was pretty awesome. I went through <laughs> not uh, a small part, Chris. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not a small part. <laughs> I read uh, read a lot of books. I uh, played. I think right around that time, uh, Ogre Battle had just been re released for the PlayStation. Yeah. So I had my my mom bring in the PlayStation and a TV and just played Ogre Battle the whole day. <laughs> do you play any sports mom, games? Or do you can just you play bring in the PlayStation? You have to go kick in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't actually play any sports games. That's the one genre I don't play because I'm terrible at them. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's 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 hilarious. yeah. Because you're just like, why why can't we kick again? Yeah, yeah. But I love the idea of the mental game, and I think I think you know I I think because you have the kind of brain that you have um, defunct. Well, def- <laughs> defunct, but also <laughs> you probably have unimaginable focus, which yeah. you know. E- e- I mean, obviously, I assume every position on a on a football field mm. has to have focus. But if you're punting, mm. that is one fucking moment that you right. have right there. Yeah, and it's well, and the thing too is you have to be able to tune out everything else around you because if you're thinking about anything else, then you're not going to hit the ball well. And you know, 
if you look at it, there's 10 guys running at you with the sole intent to basically rip you limb from limb. Right. And so and you have a very small time frame to get the ball off. So you just have to not think about that and be like, okay, I trust the guys in front of me are going to block. I'm focusing solely on the ball, and I'm going to kick it to the best of my ability. And then what happens, happens. Laces out, right? Yeah, laces out, Dan. Although that's more kicking than, mm. than punting. But you still need laces out. It really hurts to kick the laces. <laughs> do, you, do you kick field goals or do you kick punts? Uh, high school, I did. Um, then in college, I focused mainly on punting because it looked like that was going to be the way to go going forward. And yeah. then, especially once you get to the NFL, you specialize in one or the other because it the, the two motions tend to interfere with each other. And if you try to do both, you'll blow your leg out about halfway through the season. Oh, shit. Yeah, because it's so much kicking. Because there's no backups in the NFL. You know, you only have 55 guys on your roster, so they can't carry, like, a backup punter or kicker to, to take your practice reps for you. So whereas in college, you know, you have, like, 100, 110 guys on the team. So you have, you know, you have these backups that can take some of the wear off your leg. Whereas in the NFL, you know, you can try to do it both, but you're not going to succeed. Now, what, what goes through your mind um, after you flub a kick? Do you, do you are you able to shake it off or do you take it pretty hard? Uh, I had to learn how to shake it off in college. I would uh, f bomb my way all the way to the sideline sure. and then continue because you know I was upset. I, I hit a bad kick. But the thing is, you have to learn to be able to just be like, okay, can't do anything about it now. It's done with. Have to move on to the next kick because if you let it affect your next kick and you shank that one, well, you're probably gonna be out of a job. <laughs> well, because you know, sp- I mean, also sports fans, the original trolls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. they're terrible, terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, I, I love when people ask me, so why do you kick it to Hester? Oh, I want to strangle you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because they, you know, it's there is a lot of like. Hey, fuck you, yeah. you bum! You yeah, don't know what you. I mean, obviously not all sports fans, yeah. but but I, but you know people. The, a lot of responsibility on you guys. Right. Right. How did the Adam Sandler song make you feel? <laughs> the Lonesome Kicker. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pretty good song. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it's 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 one of those things where you know fans are they're heavily invested in the game, you know, because they want the team to win, and they also see it as a as, as a way to you know, hey, someone messed up, we can make fun of them, and that's going to make me feel better because you know who doesn't enjoy making fun of someone who sure. messes up? Sure. Unfortunately, at times when you're the person getting made fun of, it's just like, oh, sons of bitches. And <laughs> also, you guys like all bets are off because you all get paid. Well, right, right, exactly. It's like, you it's, know, well, and it is part of your job. Your job is is to be entertainment, and you know, for fans, that means they get to yell at you. And so, <laughs> yeah. if, if you don't like it, don't play football. Don't take yeah. the paycheck. Yeah, beer in a show. Yeah, <laughs> this is one of, one of these days you're gonna snap, and then it's like you're gonna pull this bone mold mask out of your thing, and then just take a scimitar and just run into the stands. To <laughs> be straight from uh, from Bleach, just. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any? What, have you seen any? Uh, what are you watching on TV? What movies are you? Are you um, I don't watch a lot of TV. Uh, the shows I am watching are Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, of course. Obviously, yeah. um, Breaking Bad. Yep. is really really good. I need to get into Archer because I've heard that that's pretty it's hilarious. Fantastic. Yeah, you need and, to get into. Then, um, yeah, other than that, not a lot. Like, I really don't watch much at all. Most yeah. of your time goes yeah. to I, so video games. Video yeah. games. So, mm-hmm. so, so your day is probably basically some football stuff, kids, mm-hmm. video games. Kids, yeah, kids, video games. Sexy Keep, time with a wife. Sexy time, yeah. video games. Video games. <laughs> but you got kids, you want. <laughs> video games. Sexy time. Uh, video yeah. games. Or video games with sexy time. Possible. <laughs> a little George Costanza style. Yeah. And then you, uh, you have to, you have to try, I would imagine in a relationship, although I don't, I don't, you know, but Chloe, my girlfriend is actually a much more intense gamer than I am. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm sure a lot of relationships, you know, male or female, have the, how long do I lie here afterwards before it's acceptable <laughs> to get up again and go play games well, again? Well, well we have, uh, we have uh, sleepy sex and active sex, where you're either sleepy <laughs> afterwards or, wow, I really, I'm awake now. I'm yeah, energized. Yeah. 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 So, so it's understood that, okay, if it's awake sex, yeah, just go do something. Go, do, yeah. <laughs> go play yeah. video games. We got this yeah. done. We got our shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Everyone's good. What are we supposed to do? Not play games yeah. now? Yeah. Play games? We're going to cuddle. We're going to cuddle. We have our entire lives to cuddle <laughs> <laughs> i have to go play this game now because yeah. there's another one coming yeah. well and you know dlc has just changed everything mm. because you used to you know games used to feel digestible and now right. they feel a little overwhelming it's yeah, like it's, oh this is endless well it's almost like games single player games are being turned into mmos now sure because it's constant release of of content and yeah. you know it's it's great from the game developers point of view because you know you can keep having people come back but from a player's perspective it's like how do I beat a game that never ends? <laughs> I think it's, the idea is just when do I feel like right. I can stop yeah. playing and move on when, to something else? When have else? I gotten closure from yeah. this game? Do you like MMOs or do you like the single players? Uh, I like all games. Um, MMOs I like if there's a good community. Usually I'll, I'll try every MMO for at least a month or so just to get a, a feel for it. Yeah. And then um, if there's good people and it's really kind of drawing me in, I'll keep playing it. If not, you know, I'll move on to something else. But I figure if you get a month's worth out of an MMO, you know, that's a pretty good return for your investment. Like, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> Like, are you playing one game at a time or do you juggle? Uh, usually one game at a time until I get through and beat it and then I'll move on to the next one. I, I like because I find that nowadays, especially with games that are more complex, if you take like a two week break, you forget a lot of what sure. you know, went on with the game. So, you know, go through one all the way to the end or until I say, OK, I don't want to play it anymore. Then move on to the next one. Yeah. Are there uh, have you discovered any indie games that you like? Um, not not a ton. I, I generally just look more towards the uh, the mainstream releases. Sure. It's um you know there's there's been a, a couple, I'd say, you know, kind of the, the smaller, mainly more iOS games, you know, stuff yeah. you can play on the iPhone. Right. But yeah, nothing nothing that's really grabbed my fancy. I always <laughs> I always always drives Chloe crazy. If like if we're we're walking through like Japantown or something, mm -hmm. you'll see a store and there's like like Angry Birds backpacks, and I'll go, hey, look, honey, Angry Birds, you're a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> this just fucking drives her crazy. <laughs> it's just the idea of it. Although, you know, I don't think that I don't think that we should shit on the casual gamers, you right, know? Yeah, people, the, the old casual versus hardcore Yeah, the, the casual versus hardcore. Yeah. You know, someone likes play. I like, I fucking love Plants vs. Zombies. Right, yeah. You know, but I love the idea now that, because th this happened in, in Plants vs. Zombies and also happened in Skyrim, and it also happens in, like, Red Dead, where... You finish all the main quests, and then just to keep you engaged, all of a sudden they the the games just start sending you on errands. Right. It's yeah. like you know I built houses in Skyrim yeah. with that DLC, the Hearthfire, whatever it was mm -hmm. called. Or it's like, wait a minute, I'm the Archmage of Winterhold, and I'm sending a house carl out to buy spackle. What yeah. the fuck happened? <laughs> can't can't someone just build this for me? Yeah. <laughs> and and Plants vs Zombies the same thing. It's like they created this Zen garden where it's like right. now I have to go in and water all my plants. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a, well, I think what it is is it it shouldn't. It's not so much hardcore versus casual. It's good games versus shitty games. Right. And you know you can you can tell what a good game is. You know people have put time into it. People you know they they want you to experience. A, a story they're trying to tell, whereas a shitty game is someone is, it's a cash grab. You know, someone right. wants to put something out to make money. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, well, that that's shitty. That makes video games look bad because, you know, it's just like anything else. If you put out a cheap, shitty product, you know, it, it makes it look bad. Yeah. Like, are you a Valve? Do you like Valve games? Uh, yeah, I, I like Valve games. Uh, big, big fan of Team Fortress mm -hmm. and, uh, and Half-Life. It's uh, Half-Life 3, I'm assuming, will be out some point. Before Maybe, the, yeah, who knows? The universe. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, yeah. I told a really bad joke at the uh, at the Dice Awards, which was that... Uh, Chris, come on, one? Well, Matt, <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of them. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of them. But, the, but it was that uh, 
I was saying, you know, J.J. Abrams has his hand, because they made this announcement, mm -hmm. J a Bad Robot and Valve, yeah. to, that they want to make games together and potentially a Portal or Half-Life movie. Mm. Uh, and so I said, you know, I'm so jealous of J.J. Abrams because he's basically just putting his hands in all these things in mm -hmm. Hollywood that I want to be involved in. Where it's basically, <laughs> he's like, hey, uh, smell my finger, that's Star Wars. <laughs> you know, and, and, then, and, then the, 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 and then the bit sort of went on. It was like, uh, and now... You know, now he's a partnership with Valve, but uh, but you can only get two fingers in Valve because they don't go up to three. <laughs> and, it was like, and it actually played pretty well, the Dice Awards, but no one else would have any idea what right, I was talking right. about. And everyone's like, wait, what? Three? What, three what? what? <laughs> well, when Gabe Newell was on the podcast, we were like, can you even count to three? And he goes, sure, one, two, squirrel. <laughs> but eventually, yeah. I would imagine that something would have to happen. Well, they're working on Steambox, right. and, yeah. you know, there's... Do you think we're going to be over-deviced? Um, I think... Will probably be over deviced at some point before it collapses down into one or two devices. Sure. In that, you know, computers are just so powerful nowadays that really it's it's just getting a standardized device that's easy to program games for. Sure. I mean, within you know, I saw the was it the Ouya the Kickstarter one that that they're trying to come up with. You know, they're they're kind of heading in that direction, but you know, at some point it will be the the phone you have in your hand or you know your your entertainment server you have in your living room will be able to play any type of you know media and at that point you know you don't really need another device you just need games well it's all licensing though it's all the right. companies willing to license and not mm -hmm. create proprietary hardware right to, just exactly. so that they can distribute their own yeah. titles and it's you know I, I i hope sometime within mm -hmm. the next five years we have the experience where you know, I'm you know I'm playing a game on my Xbox, but I gotta go somewhere, so then I can port the game right, over yep. to my phone and pick up where I left off. Right, and, you know, exactly. like the graphics are, uh, you know, like we're we're pretty much there. Yeah, yeah. It's and 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 again, I think it's going to be when you get to that point where someone creates a cheap enough hardware that does that, and people will be like, okay, we need to have this piece of hardware. At that point, the game developers gonna be like, okay, well, we have to develop for this because that's where the money's gonna be. That's where the market is. Yeah. So you know, when, once we get there, I think that's where you see everything will kind of collapse down into into that one stage. Do you think a post NFL uh, uh, Chris Clue has a uh, game uh, development? Gene, uh, don't talk, pull a I'll, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, don't pull I'll, a Kurt Schilling. He actually came. Uh, he asked me to invest in <laughs> in his in his company. You know, back when they were looking for for angel investors and stuff. And you know, he was he was looking at it like, yeah, our game's going to be as successful as WoW. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like. No, your game's not going to be as <laughs> well. I think uh, you guys don't aren't aware of it. Uh, Kurt Schilling, after he retired from baseball, he's such a wild player. He decided, I'm going to start my own video game studio called 38 Studios. That was yeah. his number on the Red Sox. Yeah, uh, yeah so and he went to Rhode Island, hit them up for how much money? Like it was like ninety million, hundred ninety million dollars. State funded money. State funded <laughs> money. Try to get a bunch of investors to get yep. this video game going, and then yep. eh, didn't happen. So, yeah, so they, they hired. He had uh, what was it? Um, uh, was it McFarlane that was doing? No. Uh, was he doing the character? What, design? Todd? Todd yeah. McFarlane? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it might have like, been. It might have yeah, been Todd the, McFarlane. The, yeah. one, the one author. Uh, but he accidentally got Seth McFarlane. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't think it was Seth McFarlane. You know, it's like uh, it Todd McFarlane was like, you know, money, advising, yeah. and then R.A. Salvatore was like, you know, writing the plot. So, you know, all these huge names, but they they just ended up, you know, it's an MMO. It's a, it's a money sink. Like, and, and the thing is, is WoW is the exception, not the rule. You know, nothing is going to approach WoW because it hit it just that right time where everyone was like, this is really easy to get into. It's really entertaining. I'm forming these social bonds with all these other people. I'm going to keep playing it. <laughs> well, it's also, I think, you know, it's it's the kind of, uh, it's the big media thinking that mm -hmm. I think fucks up the way media, the way media actually mm -hmm. works now, which is, or digital media anyway, which is, you know, these companies come in and they're like, well, let's just spend $100 million. Like, right. no, yeah. you kind of have to build it 
You have yeah. to like you have to make sure the heart of what you're making yeah. is solid. Yeah, your your core has to be good because that's what's going to keep people coming. Then back. you can build out yeah. from there, but don't spend a hundred million dollars right off the bat. Like spend yeah. a little <laughs> bit of money, build a small community mm. around that. You know, like listen to your listen to your fans, listen mm. to your audience, let it evolve with them. Right. Rather than just trying to throw, you you just can't, you know, so much of big media just like tries to throw a bunch of money at nerd culture and then they just kind of stand there at the at the bottom of a slot machine like, where's where's the gold? Yeah, where, why, why, aren't, why aren't these I guys understand. buying in? Yeah, yeah. It's a, well, and, and if you look at, wow, you know, Blizzard had a huge ton of credit built up with StarCraft and sure, WarCraft. Sure. I mean, people knew that Blizzard was a company that made good games. I played the original WarCraft, I played WarCraft 1, WarCraft 2, and mm. StarCraft. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I was lucky that those games were closed, where it was just like right, yeah, it, it wasn't an open system. You'll finish it, and <laughs> yeah. then that, and then you'll move on. Yeah, yeah. otherwise, yeah, you would have been playing them forever. I just knew, like that, like I said, the second I heard, the second I heard about World of Warcraft, mm. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I can't go near yeah. that. I, I cannot go near that. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, it's pretty addictive. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You know, it's probably like uh, you know, this uh, like. Charlie Sheen going like, oh, I shouldn't move into a mountain of cocaine. Right, yeah. There, there I probably be shouldn't be idea. near that. Yeah, it's a, with, with 40 porn star butleresses. <laughs> Who are also made of cocaine. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I'm going to have some problems here. Yeah, but. that's not going to be good. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think there's a video game future after the NFL. I mean, it's just, it's so hard to, you know, make make a game company work, especially, I, I have ideas for, for an MMO, but, you know, I, I'm realistic about the probabilities of, you know, something like that succeeding. And sure. I think think they're good ideas i'd love to show them to people yeah but it's you know it's not something that i'm going to be okay i can guarantee you you're going to see a return on your investment if we make this game because yeah. you know it's just that's not how it works it is interesting to me that you live these two disparate existences where you know you, you part of your reality is sitting in front i mean i know you have family but mm -hmm. i mean like but but the two sort of hobbies mm -hmm. is uh you, you're sitting in front of a game all, even though you're connected still very isolated it's right. just you and a screen mm -hmm. and at the same time you're afforded this uh, opportunity to go out mm -hmm. in front of 50,000 people <laughs> and a couple million on tv and a couple million <laughs> on tv and be but but it's not i mean how, how does the how do you how, how does that feel? I mean, can you compare that to anything, or is it just just your life? Yeah, it's just just my life, I guess. I mean, I've always, like I said, I've always enjoyed doing well, you know, at, at whatever it is I choose to do, and you know, I've I've always been able to play sports at, at a very high level, and so I'm I'm used to that. And then you know, I've, I've always enjoyed playing video games, and generally at a fairly high level, I beat most people I play against. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of kind of have that competitive gene. Someone attraction. just dropped yeah. his dick on the table. Yeah. Womp e Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean that that's just I guess that's just who I am. You know, it's what whatever I'm doing, that's what I'm focusing on at that moment, and you know, it, it's. I guess just how I live. What does that feel like to? Because as a comedian, you know, mm -hmm. the most people I will probably ever perform for at one time is around two thousand mm -hmm. at the most, mm -hmm. if I'm lucky. But you know, but a stadium is it? Is it just a fucking blur? Yeah, at that point, I'd say you probably actually have more of a personal connection when you perform because I've noticed um, in a stadium. When you're on the field, people are you know 60, 70 yards away from you because you're you're out there in the middle and everyone else is in the stands. Whereas if you're you know on stage like performing comedy or I'm in a band also I I play uh, bass and mm -hmm. when you're performing on stage as a band, people are right there in front of you and you you can see their reactions, you can see how they're going. Whereas football, you're focusing on the football, on the guy running the football back, and on not getting your head knocked off by someone coming to block you. Right. So you're not really paying attention to the crowd. Have you ever thought about, um, and I don't know if your organization would let you do this, but 
Um, basically playing a bass line as you go to punt the ball. No, no, it'd be like do 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 do. I might be able to do it after I punt, just as like you know, celebratory dance type thing. But yeah, doing it beforehand might they might. You'd be the first guy to get fined for a punt celebration. Do you have any idea how worth it that would be? Posse the bass. Someone you kick the ball, then so and then it just lands in your hand. <laughs> that would be that'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> I mean, what for one time it would be worth it. It, it would be pretty funny. <laughs> the it's, last game, yeah, last game. I wonder game. what it, the would definitely be, be my last game. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the fine. So, would be. Although I, I may do um, the Skyrim arrow to the knee at some point. Yes, of course. <laughs> Just like, oh, <laughs> I used to be a punter. Yeah, I used to be a punter till I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> till I took a, a six-string bass to the knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah I gave you a six-string bass. Wow, you're really going for it. Yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, it's just like, it's really... That's a lot more coordination I he, than I think yeah. I have. I don't think he has the Fretless, six-string... <laughs> stand-up bass. Stand-up bass. Oh, the, guy, the stand-up bass players <laughs> fucking blow me away. Yeah, it's crazy. They're just like... Yeah. And there, there's no... Where do you know? Yeah, it's... It's just they're, they're, there's yeah. they they just their finger they're fucking robots they're so yeah. pro you have to go to the exact place yeah. the yeah. muscle memory is there well, and I, when to spin it yeah. yeah yeah when to spin it when to slap the sides yeah. of it it's, <laughs> it's when talent. to make this Ooh. face Ooh. Yeah. they all love to do that mama <laughs> <laughs> actually that I played um I played violin growing up so it, it actually gave me a very good ear for music and uh, that that helped a lot learning the bass but yeah it's it's a lot of muscle memory a lot of practicing and just learning to recognize when a note is right and when a note is off. Yeah, same thing with trombone. That's true. I guess that's true. <laughs> did you play the trombone? <laughs> I did. You did play the trombone. You guys, wait that, a minute. That was, that was perfect. <laughs> we have. There's Layers. a band. There's a band here. There's a band here. We got guitar, trombone. We got bass. We got drums. And I scat. Ooh. Oh. Are you a scat man? <laughs> scat man. <laughs> yes, I shit all over myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to take it there. Oh, well, this was the only other one. So what's what's next for you, Chris? What's next um, for you? I have a book coming out, actually. What? I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I do many things. <laughs> <laughs> Is the book uh, I'm About a video violin. game punting violinist? No, no. Actually, it's called Beautifully Unique Sparkle Ponies. It's uh, <laughs> it's about empathy and uh, kind of you know treating people the right way and various random stories that I write down. Because uh, I don't know if you saw the letter I wrote to Delegate Burns. That's a great, I great letter. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. Do you not I'll, know this? I'll have to send it to you. I please pardon my ignorance and tell me. Um, I I told a uh, Maryland delegate. Uh, named Emmett Burns, so Mr. Burns, which is yes. perfect. Um, he, he basically, he called out a player of the Ravens for supporting same-sex marriage. He's like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this, yada yada, you know, you're, you're a terrible person, and he wrote it on official Maryland State stationery and referred to his constituents, which was a pretty clear violation of the First Amendment if yes. I ever saw one, but, so anyways, so I wrote him a letter back saying, you know, why are you so upset? If, if gay people get married, it's not going to turn you into a lustful cock monster. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Uh, among other words. Yeah, yeah. It was great. <laughs> and it, it, it went kind of viral yeah. all of a sudden people was like this letter's amazing it was incredible because it was funny and it was heartfelt and it like made a great point and like not only were you like sticking up for uh, marriage equality or just equality and human rights but like for like a you know like it was like very like to like shit on that guy for yeah. using that the letterhead right, and yeah. for just picking on a dude that like <laughs> voiced an opinion like it was right. a whole bunch of stuff it for was a guy who how dare he try to live his life right, and yeah. be happy and not bother anyone else with it yeah, yeah it's, it was great it, well, and it's funny because my writing style I 
learned from the World of Warcraft realm forums, where it's <laughs> 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 a pretty terrible place. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful letter. There. Uh, yeah. People there have a lot of opinions, I wonder? Oh, they have, they have a few. Did you write your uh, letter in all caps? No, there were a couple all caps moments, <laughs> so, but, but more ironically and sarcastically. I don't know how I missed this. I'm disappointed in me. That's yeah, bad internet right. on my part. Yeah, you should. I go on Reddit, yeah. too. That surely would have been homepage. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was front page. It was. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a beautiful, like, you know, uh, you know, equal rights moment. Yeah, you know, so, so, so yeah, basically yeah. stuff like that, you know, kind of why why won't you let other people live their own lives and you know, things, various reflections. So yeah. there's a million things you can do after the NFL. You could you could be a you could do you could give motivational speeches. You could be you could play violin. You'll be the new the, Bo Jackson. The, the world is my mollusk of choice. It is. Ah. <laughs> the new Bo Jackson. <laughs> new Bo Jackson sounds like a weird... New Bo Jackson is my favorite music outside of New Jack Swing. It is. <laughs> yeah, new, Bo new Bo Jackson just sits at his house and makes arrows. Yeah. <laughs> new Bo Jackson's back again. This next song is also called Bo Knows. <laughs> Whoa. Just, just, it's just the sound I didn't of even think about that. Over his knee. Yeah. <laughs> Every single... It's know. a... Then I always want to make a face of Bo joke. Yeah, you could. I mean, if you want are you to. a Doctor Who fan at all? Uh, no, I need to get into it. That's one. That's a show yeah, you would enjoy. I, I, I have the first season, and I need to watch it. And my friend, actually, um, the guitarist in our band, he's a huge um, movie TV series guy. He has all of the Doctor Who stuff, along with yeah. you know, every other TV show. I'm ever. just gonna throw this out here. If you're gonna start season one, uh, first episodes. Yeah. Pretty I, slow. I, I heard the first couple. You mean the real of the reboot? Yeah, you yeah, gotta, 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 yeah, gotta yeah, kind of yeah. wait yeah. through them. But. And it's not that like one of those things where it's like, uh, no, you got to keep on watching it because then it makes it worth it. Which is like you know most serialized TV. Right. This is like it's like oh, you can see where they're going right. and the ideas and the moments are good. It's just yeah. like it's the clunkiness. No, it's just, of, episode one feels like a pilot. Yeah. Episode two, I was immediately like episode one, I was like, this is cute. You know, this is a cute reboot. Episode two, way on board. Mm -hmm. Episode three, cemented. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's uh, I I highly I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's one I definitely am planning to get into at some point because yeah. you know, obviously everyone references it. Everyone loves the Doctor and are, the Tardis. Mm -hmm. What are you looking forward to? Uh, um, for summer wise, are you looking mov um, movie wise? There's gonna be a wedding. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no spoilers. Um, okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just uh, you know, new new Game of Thrones um, movies. Anything you want to see in the theater? Not not particularly. Oh, you're not gonna go see the new Die Hard with me? That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> When did that? I did had no idea that Russia was coming out. Yeah, and that—that's a good day to die hard. I just saw it on the Vista Theater. I was like, when did they make that? And it's coming out in three days. I'm yeah. stoked. Well, yeah, what, what, the last one was so fucking crazy. It was great. It was what, great. What, what's the deal with them just recycling all the old action stars? Like, well, oh, what's a bullet in the head? I, I heard is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, what's the the last stand is supposed to be so dumb. It's I awesome. watched that. Oh, did I watch that? <laughs> how, how, how can you not love Arnold Schwarzenegger and Johnny Knoxville? Johnny Knoxville. Robert Robert Kirkman <laughs> said he fucking loved the last stand. He was like, "It's so ridiculous. It's exactly the movie they you still need." Like this yeah. thing, they still need to make Schlock. Schlock yeah. still has to have his place for bad movie nights yeah, and exactly. hanging I out see, with your friends. And I think the, I think they should no. do. I think they should do like the Wes Craven's New Nightmare thing with Die Hard, and there's a, some kind of terrorist attack while filming the next no. Die Hard movie. <laughs> And it'd be like it'd be die die hard. It's yeah. so meta. Meta die hard. That was what was great about New Nightmare. I was explaining this to Jonah. There's this conceit in the last stand that just made me so my head almost exploded. So uh this you know, drug lord from Mexico escapes federal uh custody and is driving he's gonna drive across the border in a stolen Corvette uh Camaro. Yeah, it was a Corvette ZR one, right? Mm -hmm. He's gonna drive across the border in, in Schwarzenegger's town. There's a scene 
where they're like, where at the FBI, where they're talking about how this this fucking drug cartel leader, had, he oh he he was good man. He uh he's he raced cars. I'm like, what do you mean he raced cars? Under an assumed name in South America, he raced on the circuit. <laughs> and then Forrest Whitaker goes. Yeah, I saw him. He's real good too. And I'm just like, what on the is circuit. <laughs> that was someone who was like, that was just that. You know what? That is an example of temp dialogue. They're like, well, we'll do a little more research. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Uh, we'll fill this in later. Yeah. I thought you were gonna research. I thought you were gonna research. We already shot it. God damn it! Yeah. And then they just let him start improvising. Yeah, man, his car could fly. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, someone, someone put on the Fast and Furious. Yeah. Just fucking go with that. Yo, man, they were drifting. Yeah. Tokyo drifting. Yeah. Shanghai drifting. <laughs> Philippine drifting. All the drifting. There was the Beijing drift in there. Yeah, all fast the fiving. The no, fast fiving. Yeah. There was yeah. fast <laughs> dieseling engines. No, that's a guy. Just what? A Vin dieseling engines. We got it's there. A brand new engine. Yeah, fast. Fast. <laughs> they were Vin, Vin, Vin Diesel is a big D and D guy. I've heard that. I have heard that. Did you play traditional D and D? I did for a bit. Um, once uh, once I got into college, it was tough to find gaming groups. Yeah. With, with also you know sports and stuff. Sure. Um, also my <laughs> <laughs> that was the most perfect sentence. It was tough to find gaming groups with, you know, sports. And stuff. We forgot and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. Hey, wait, where'd you go to college? Uh, UCLA. You hey, got, I went there. Yeah, that's where really? Oh, God. Yeah, I've walked, I've school. like, I did a show there recently and I was walking by a room and it was just like real quiet. Everyone's there. I was like, oh, it must be a study hall. And then I hear a guy going, okay, now you've entered a cave. I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. at. Uh, I went. To, I went to UCLA. Yeah, yes. yeah. No, it, was, uh, it really liked D and D. Really liked Shadowrun. Um, you know, just the the traditional pen and paper RPGs. The problem. The other problem was my group of friends. Like we'd start a campaign, but then we wouldn't finish it. Like no one, you know, would keep it going. Yeah. So it was it was tough to you know get up for another campaign when I was like, okay, well, we're just going to stall out halfway through. Yeah. You know, it's it's good to do one-nighters. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I love about this podcast so far. If I didn't say your name mm-hmm. and we did not talk about football, yep. people would be like. The, ner- the nerds just had like the fucking nerdiest guy I've ever heard. Yeah, Little did they know, probably, he's an actual Viking. Yeah. He's in the NFL. It probably <laughs> is. This probably is our nerdiest episode. It's one of them. Yeah. Oh, it's up there. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, that's what we're supposed to talk about, right? Nerd stuff. We're talk supposed to talk way. about. We're supposed to talk about the things that we love. Yeah. And well, that's nerd stuff. stuff. <laughs> and there's some. And by the way, I love your aliens. Oh, thank uh, you. Your yeah. alien Saw shirt. Saw that on uh, Io9. The, uh, nice. the guy. They had a link to it. I was like, but I this just exposes shirt. the big flaw with the alien, which is the uh, the the tiny mouth. What yeah. the fuck yeah, purpose the is that? <laughs> a, Other than to be scary on film. Well, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it's a penis. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, no, one eats the face, and the little mouth right. goes into the esophagus and, and sucks out the innards. Yeah. And the tongue. I'm listening. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. probably where... Just the tongue. <laughs> your, your newsletter in oh, my tongue. You know, the, the taste buds are probably all in the tiny mouth, and yeah, the yeah. big mouth is really for just tearing the, you know, the, yeah. the bigger... Well, getting stuff out of the way so the tiny mouth can get in and get to it. Yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all about the tiny mouth. That goes in the summer so they can digest stuff. The rest is just fucking chomping. It, yeah, tiny it's, mouth. It's, it's not because H.R. Geiger had penises and everything he drew. Yep. Not at all. At all. If H.R. Geiger and George O'Keefe got together. Nice. Odd. Sexy. That's the fucking art porn. It would just be like the piece would be titled Sexplosion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> H.R. O'Keefe. Yeah. It's just like these weird oh. alien flowers with dick pussies. Oh man, I'd have to ask H.R. O'Keefe to head down to H.R. because yeah. that would really offend him. Yeah, because the new head of H.R. H.R. Puffin stuff is down there yeah. and he's got a sack full of buttons. Yeah, to but he's got to go run because bad brains are playing across the town. <laughs> Well, we ended this nicely. <laughs> oh my god, this was so much fun, Chris. I, you know, I mean, it was 
I love that. And again, this is the the fun power of Twitter, where Twitter basically set us up on a mandate. They're right. like, you, yeah, you, you, you should be friends. Get together. Get together. <laughs> We're like, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, it's awesome. That's the great thing about social media is that, you know, it, it allows, from a football perspective, it allows you to interact with fans in a way that, you know, before you couldn't like you know you see people at games and at training camp and that's it you know you never you're never able to talk to people because you're just out there playing football right whereas with social media now you know you can talk to anyone who wants to talk to you let me ask you this um do you uh, are you able to connect with other players on your team do you ha- are you able to go into that mode or do you um, well, they just know me as the nerdy guy who <laughs> punts the football, and that's just who I am. Right. Hey, guys. Yeah. You need me again? <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's not fourth down yet? Well, you'll call here. me when you need me, then. Call me when you need me. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's great, because like, they'll they'll come up and be like, you know, hey, what games are out? What should I get? You know, they'll ask for game recommendations and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we talk about other stuff, too. It's, it's you know, once guys are... Do they ever go, hey, Chris, do you want to play Madden? And then you go, no! No! Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. I don't play sports games. No. <laughs> Why would I want to play Madden? We play Madden in life. Yeah. It's real life Madden. This what is, is Madden. We're LARPing, damn it. Yes, this is. <laughs> we're Mad LARPers. Oh my God, you're Mad LARPing. Holy shit. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's great. I mean, because, you know, the thing is, is that you see football players out on the field and a lot of people think that's all you are is a football player. But in the locker room, you know, guys are, are guys just like anyone else, you know, rolling up the towel, flicking each other with rat tails, Uh, wrestling, wrestling on the ground with no clothes on. on. How many times have you heard? Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) It sounds like a thing you would hear a lot at a football game. Yeah, baby. It's what I'm talking about. Um, occasionally. No, okay. Occasionally. Do, 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 are there those? Are there those cinematic pep talks where it's ha- halftime or whatever, and everyone's kind of got their heads down? The coach comes in and is like, "Listen up, girls! You better wake <laughs> it up out there. You can do it." Like, is there any of those moments? Um, not really, because it's more it's more of a business atmosphere in that you know guys will will get amped up. You'll be like, you know, look, we're not playing well. You know, we gotta we gotta fucking focus for the next half because you know we don't want to lose because ultimately if you lose you're you have a chance of losing your job that's you know not a good thing sure (laughs) so but yeah i'd say at least on the vikings you know i can only speak from personal experience we haven't had a ton of stuff like that where you know some rah rah like you know really like ray lewis kind of speaking like we we don't have have that on on the vikings someone just leans in and goes um hey guys uh if you fall below the bottom line you're gonna get fired yeah Yeah. Um, just so you know anyway have a good game (laughs) yeah well and that's kind of the after you spend any amount of time in the nfl that's the underlying you know understanding that everyone comes to is that if you don't perform you're going to get cut yeah and you know there goes the paycheck so it's really in it, it's guys have a vested interest in playing to the best of the ability in trying to win because you know it puts food on your table and was there anything and then just to sort of in, in conclusion is there anything that you were able to take from video games and and port over to uh, NFL. Um, just trying to get the next level, be the mm-hmm. best that I can be. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just a game. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah. It, that is true too. I mean, it, the fact is, is that you have to be able to be highly invested in the game when you're out on the field, so you can play to the best of your ability. But once the game is over, you have to be able to push it off to the side. And yep. be like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm going back to my real life because it is just a game. I mean, yeah, it's, it's entertainment. Because you can't take that. You can't take your work home with you and right. like be playing with your kids and going like, oh god, oh, I, I fucked up in this game. I'm gonna throw my baby against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That is, that is harsh, Chris. That Whoa. is harsh. Calm down. Wow, yes. Ray Lewis. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. He yeah. punted, he no, punted he his, baby. He his baby. He stabbed his baby. 
<laughs> I, I, I imagine, but my, my guess is that you probably get madder at video games than like. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst is when you feel like the computer's cheating. That's yes. absolutely worse. Oh, because yes. it fucking does. It does. Of course it does. It's like it does you, smarter you than know us. what I have in my hand, and you play the exact counter. That's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're basically yeah. playing against a slot machine right. that's programmed <laughs> yeah. to to go to around you. Yeah, yeah it's, oh, it's terrible. Hey, well, wow. this was fucking awesome to have you on, and uh, and and I might actually start. That you might be my emotional way into watching a football. I've never watched a football game all the way through, so you might be my emotional way in. Yeah. Well, well, the the good news is you can tune in for like five seconds out of every hour, and you'll catch everything <laughs> that I do. Yeah. And that's it. There he is. There he don't is. don't Back. try and catch him on NFL Red Zone. Yeah, you'll no, never I, be. On I, I was on there once. Oh, you were. Yeah, good the, for uh, you. The, I don't the, know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. The uh, the Detroit game this year, I, I pinned him at like the one with, and they had you know like a minute left to try and drive the. Field to win, and they showed it on the NFL red zone. Yes, I was like, uh, yes, punter on the red zone. The red zone is uh, NFL. The, it's only within the from uh, scoring, scoring distance. Yeah, within within the twenty yard line. So a punter would never, yeah, typically ne- be on that show. On there. On that Got show. it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even talked about World of Warcraft on it. What? Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. <laughs> That's pretty. The cool. best is when they get the quad screen going. Oh my <laughs> god! There's four games happening. <laughs> it's quad screen. Vin uh. Dieseling it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here, Chris. Man, it's really good to see you and. Uh, and I hope that we get to do more fun stuff. Like, yeah. if you want to make some silly, sure, some silly video game stuff. Yeah, let me know. I am I am in Huntington Beach during the off season. So sweet. I am in the HB. HB. HB, bruh. <laughs> All right. Enjoy your burrito, everyone. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Hey, it's Guy Raz here, the host of How I Built This, a podcast that gives you a front row seat to how some of the biggest products were built and the innovators, entrepreneurs, and idealists behind them. Every week, I speak to someone new, stories like Justin Wolverton's, a lawyer who just wanted a healthy alternative to ice cream, so he created Halo Top in his Cuisinart. Or Todd Graves, who grew his fried chicken restaurant Raising Cane's into one of the most successful fast food chains in the U.S. All of these great conversations can help you learn how to think big, take risks, and navigate crises in life and work from people who've done all of that and more. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.